This is Backdoor Boink, where we welcome every side of everyone. Please note, this is an 18-plus podcast. It's time to put in some earbuds if you don't want to answer awkward questions from your children, family, or friends. I'm Kayla, a certified relationship and intimacy coach. And I'm MJ, and I brought the lube. In this podcast, we explore the the behind-the-scenes of a weekly wellness topic reviewed on our YouTube channel. Our goal is to help you feel good be naughty. Thank you for checking out our After Dark, After Hours podcast. You can find more information, including our YouTube channel, social media accounts, events, Discord, and products at boinked.com. That's www.boink-ed.com. Now, let's get in that back door. I don't know that There what? There once was a lady from Decatur. Okay. She got fucked by a big alligator. What happened? Nothing. (sighs) Okay, I guess we'll have to find out at the end. All right. So we didn't have a wind down this week. No. Because? I got forced into work early. So I had to go to bed early. And it's an awful lot for you to do a wind down by yourself. Followed by a two-person podcast by yourself. That would be really awkward. I'd have to do voices, and we know I'm really bad at those. Very bad. Oh, my gosh. You cringed. You just visually cringed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm really bad at voices. Thanks. Thanks for that. So you had to go do your real job. I had to do my real job. Air quotes. It's a real job. job. My gosh. It's a real job. It is a real job. I, I get paid to go to work. You do. And I look cute and pretty. Oh, so pretty. Yeah. So 3 a.m. this morning. Well, 2.30 I was there and, you know, didn't get out till 3. Came home, took a nap. And you were up at, at midnight to get there on time. Midnight 30. Midnight 30. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So what do we talk about then? Well, you've been busy. I've been really busy. I helped. You helped. You're such a helpful little doober. I got to match pictures with descriptions. Yes. So I guess it really started, the busyness really started for us when we decided to do the podcast, which led you to decide to do other things. Right. So this is week three. Mm-hmm. So it's three weeks straight of work. How's your ADD? My ADD. What? Yeah. Squirrel. Yeah. And from there, so we launched a podcast and then I decided we needed a new website. Yeah. Not just a new website, but a new server, fancier graphics, little transitions. <laughs> it's pretty. It's very nice. And it looks good. And I said, thank you. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. But if I have to match pictures with descriptions again, <laughs> I'm going to do it my way. And I'm just going to go download all fresh new ones. Well, Or take fresh new ones take fresh new ones we don't really have a good studio or setup to take product pictures no but we make do for the products we don't get good pictures from your distributor from yes yeah speaking of we have a new product in where we have to find a way to take pictures i've got dragon scale rainbow keychains oh yeah that for those with like anxiety and add 
like me. They're amazing. They're they're upstairs. Of course they are. I can't jingle them in the mic for you. Oh, Sorry. the jingle is just the the dopamine and the feel of the little scales. Click 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 click. Oh, I fell in love with them. They're from Lynx Chainmail. Where did we pick those up? Connecticut. Tommy's oh, Tattoo Convention. The Tattoo Convention. No, that wasn't Tommy's. That was New England Tattoo. New England Tattoo. Ta- Tommy's is coming up in October, October yep. 13th. We'll be there. Yes, we will. Look, you look so excited for that. I enjoy right up to we have to unload the car at the Tattoo Convention and set everything up. It's a lot of work. Here's a question. I guess because today is kind of just about what we do behind the scenes. We do the podcast. Mm-hmm. I built a website. You do. I I woke up and every day for, I don't know, f- today is 15 hours. I've been working. Yeah, I didn't work on it all day today. I am feeling the burnout. But today is day six of you working on that thing. On that website, yeah. I did two solid days on my days off for my real, real job. job. <laughs> the one that actually pays. <laughs> You've done six, five full days and, and you picked at it throughout the day today as you could yeah yeah it's a lot of work um and then so when we go to a tattoo convention or any convention or any vendor event Mm -hmm. it involves taking all the product off the shelf trying to pack it in as small boxes as possible in as few boxes as possible to fit into the little suv the little mazda zoom zoom Mm -hmm. with shelves and tables and a tent and sides for the tent because the products you bring to most of these you can't display to the um (coughs) younger crowd (laughs) so we have to figure out makeshift a curtain yep table decorations people to have privacy yeah to block the toys yep and other products we have to carry these up a flight of stairs usually at least one at least one and then unload it all when we get there and set it all up, which is... We have a system. We do. It's taken us a year to figure out a decent system. And, you know, we always forget something. <laughs> always. And by we, I mean I. I always forget something. Because uh, usually the system is that I pack it and leave it at the bottom of the, the stairs. And mm-hmm. you will haul it up and load the car and then help me to unpack the car and get set up at the location. And I always forget something. When it comes time to tearing it down, I pack it. Yeah, because my OCD means if I packed it, it would take five hours alone just to pack it. It takes me a day to put all the inventory into the boxes Mm -hmm. in a way that I can find them to set them up when we get there and a way that's manageable. So then when we get home, what does that mean? Since you packed all the shit and just threw it in the boxes. I don't throw it in the box. I do try to keep like items with like items. But when we do get home, I unload the car. I bring it all down to the basement. I unpack the boxes. I set them up on the shelves. And then for the next week, I go, where's such and such? (laughs) I try and put them back in the same general area. Yes. But there are days where you couldn't find the nose on the end of your face. Thanks. Thanks for that. That's really... Yeah. Love you. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Oh, today, speaking of love... Happy 10-year wedding anniversary. Gee, thanks. You're welcome. And Who's the lucky gal? I, I hope that you know who she is. Otherwise, this is going to get real weird real fast. I like I'm gonna... making things weird. You know that. <laughs> you too. <laughs> yes. Happy 
anniversary. 10 years of marriage and 13 years together. Who'd have thunk? What did I say to you when when, uh, you had to roll out of bed at 10.30 this morning? Or, sorry, uh, 12.30 a.m. this morning? You actually remembered. You said happy anniversary. And then what did I say? I don't know. Because you were still half asleep? Uh Uh-huh. I said, do you regret it yet? (laughs) Insert evil chuckle here. (laughs) (laughs) The question is, is do you? That's pretty much what you said. You're like, "Uh, I don't. But do you? And I don't. I just think it's funny that I told you if you made it past the two and a half or three year mark, you were stuck with me. And uh, so far, you're stuck with me. It's okay. Yeah? Yeah. Even with the previously mentioned ADD and the job that doesn't pay that requires, you know, 16 hour days. Is that all? Uh, We could go ahead and throw in my anxiety my undiagnosed, uh, you know, BPD. Eh, it's eh. all good. It's all good. Keeps it interesting? Yeah. Although I'm getting old and tired. I'm not sure how, you know, much I like the interesting so much anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting old and tired, and I'm I'm kind of tired of myself most days. <laughs> does, that, does that happen to everyone? Does that happen to you? Are you ever Some just... Days. You're just sick of how your brain is doing the things? Yes. Yeah. It is what it is, though. We just power through it, make do. It'll be a better day tomorrow. Wait for the next Maybe. good day. Hope for the next good day. <laughs> I will say that, truly, when I woke up this morning, I had one of my moments of clarity, I guess. And I was just looking at myself in the mirror and wondering why we made it to 10 years. And not why we made it, but how the fuck you put up with me for actually 13 years. It's just one of those moments where I had to stop and step outside all of the work, all of the chaos, all of the bills, all of the being a mom, all of the responsibilities and be like, oh, he's still here. He's stuck with me. He's stuck through it. Oh, that's right. He's still here. And just take a moment of getting out of my own way and appreciating you. Well, to be fair, multiple occasions you did try running me off. That was a long time ago. That was, again, the and first I three years. And I stuck through it. The first three years you stuck this through. Those were the hardest, I think. We'll say the first six. Because Ouch. it's like we got married in, in that three-year reset. <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing this. You think so? We got married. We moved in here. Yeah. And we did the whole... House picket fence pool. House picket fence pool. Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Was it really rough? It was for a while. Huh. You were having some I-need-to-be-wild moments. Oh. Oh, now she remembers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she remembers. This is generally how conversations in our household go. Uh, My brain likes to... My brain likes to gloss over the difficult parts. And I have no filter, but I just tend to beat around the bush when reminding her of these things. Right, right. So, no, you're you're right. Okay, the first six years was more roller coaster than anything else. It's all good. It was fun. Mostly. Mostly. You're definitely the uh, stable one in this relationship. We're screwed. We are so screwed. But I think the other thing is, is we're 
like not in a constant balance as in we're always on the same level, but those scales, mm-hmm. like the scales of justice or when you used to, in science class, you would put the little grams on one side and you would weigh what was on the other. We're balancing each other out in that way. So when I'm off in la-la, fuck-all anxiety land, you balance that out and vice versa. Yeah, mostly, mostly. Mostly. And Mostly. That's... And then I go to work and I can decompress. <laughs> and I mean, mostly is all it takes, Yeah, I think, in a relationship. There's no expectation that we're always going to be perfect. There's no expectation that even 99% of the time that it's going to be roses and rainbows. It's always roses and rainbows. Sometimes they're just black. Sometimes they're just black. Black roses and gray shade, grayscale rainbows. We don't talk about that movie. That's or those a movie? Books, those gray. Oh, yeah, we don't talk about the variations of gray. All 50 of them. <laughs> Do you have a, a favorite smut? All of them. All of them. Uh, sorry, this, again, this episode has no theme other than nope. burnout and anniversary. Other than that, it's just a glimpse into the shit that falls out of our face when no one's around. You know me. Yes. They don't all know me. No. We go back to the comment a few weeks ago about kinks and, you know, you are, once you find your kink, you're hardcore in that kink. Mm -hmm. That's your, and I'm the one that will, you know, for science. Hold on, hold on. I'm always for science once. You're always for science. Right. But and you even if it's not yours, if somebody puts it out there for science, somebody being me, you'll at least give it one or two shots to be like, Hey, yeah, we did this. Yeah. Well I, I'm the one that I'll explore. See, I explore for the sake of being able to educate. Right. And sometimes for self interest. Yes. You explore for, for the, the fuck p- of it. Yes, for the pure joy of exploring. Right. Um I think ever since we've had that podcast episode, you have latched on to that. I'm an experimentalist. And it's so cool to see your face light up when you say it. (laughs) We're not big on titles. No. You know, that is one title that I'll stick with, you know. Isn't it interesting? I'll try most anything, most anything. Definitely some hard limits there. We won't go into those. If I can do research on it. Mm Mm-hmm. If I can justify it in my own mind. Mm Mm-hmm. And think it's something that one or both of us will enjoy, at least for science. For science. So when I say I like all the smut, I do and I don't. I don't read much smut anymore. No, I I don't work the overnight shift where I could just pull it up on my phone and read it or download it on my... But I used to read everything and anything. Anything I could get my hands on just to stay awake. (laughs) So it had to be somewhat entertaining. Did it have to be remotely real? No. 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 Some sci-fi alien tentacle Some stuff for you? Right. Sci-fi alien tentacle. Who cow? It didn't matter. It was just... Who cow? As long as it was written in a way that it would hold my interest. Okay. No, re- not into it. Rewind. But... What is who cow? Excuse you? Achoo. What's who cow? <sighs> Get your mind in kind of pet play. Are we talking like moo-moos? Like all those... Sexy individuals we see dressed in the, the moo cow little get-ups? Mm-hmm. And what did you call it? They're hoo cows. They're hoo cows. H-U-C-O-W. 
H U. Human. Cow. Who cow? Yeah. And you know, <gasps> oh. some of them are. I get it. No, I get yeah. it now. No, thank you for. I did not know it had a term. My my introduction to smut was like Yahoo chat rooms. Yeah. And my first characters were anthropomorphic. They were you know right. Nikos. They were cat people. Cute little things. Cute little cat people. Right. Ooh, sexy, sexy. But I did not know that cow people had oh. who cows. Well, I guess you'll have to uh, put that down on your wind down. Wind list. down Wednesday list. We should go and find all the names for the different anthropomorphic kind of you could do that fetishes. Too. I mean, the ones that aren't quite furries. We're not talking right. like a full suit. We're talking they have that human quality with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Some pet play. Yes. Okay. Who knows? So I'll read most any smut if it's given to me in one form or another. I'll take a look at it. I have reached a point where I am particular about my smut. I've read, I mean, I've read some really interesting smut. Mm -hmm. um, one of the ones that I remember the most involved uh, a woman with a bucket of eels. Um, but we don't need to go into detail. I saw that video. <laughs> I believe I showed you that video. I think you did, and it gave me flashbacks to the book I read when I was probably too young to be reading such things. But I find that I'm I'm more particular now. I I don't know. I a more refined to, palette. A more refined palette. Again, I've done my experimentalingness. I've you know browsed all the different varieties, and I'm still open to them. But I know what I like now, and I'm gung ho deep in it. I know what I like, too, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to read junk, either. Yeah. I um, do want to circle back to how you said we're not big on labels. Right. But this experimentalist mm -hmm. title for you is something that you're you're going to hold on to. I'm just going to throw it at you every now and then. My thing is, is when you heard it, when we kind of fell into it on that podcast. Yeah. How does it feel? It, it doesn't to me. Really? Really. Because your face lights up when you say it. Well, it's for science. <laughs> so it's more about the thrill of what it means than than the, actually yeah. having that title. Okay. Because yeah. as a person who struggled with my own, you know, identities and titles for a long time, I remember the feeling of when I found the ones that were for me. Mm. When you met me. Yep. I had multiple titles. I had multiple titles. Uh-huh. Not, not in the kink sense, but I had multiple titles. In your, your job? Yes. Okay. Okay. When I first got those titles, just like anybody who gets those titles, you know, stand up straight, puff out the chest, Ooh. you know, I got a title. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> After having titles for so many years, who cares? If you need a title, if you want a title, by all means have one. But they come and go. And titles they change. come and go. Titles change. Sometimes they're good titles. Sometimes they're not so good titles. <laughs> I just kind of over it. I'm I'm kind of over everybody trying to put everybody else in boxes based on yes. a title that means one thing to you, but means something a little different to me. So I can see both sides of it. Mm -hmm. Because on the one hand, if there's a word out there to, to describe how I identify, that means I'm not alone. And that's a really a good feeling. Point. But when we have so many 
Like, instead of just being a kinkster, now we're, you know, breaking it down into subdivisions and subcategories of subdivisions. It becomes dividing. And that's true in so many aspects of our world nowadays. It's like trying to read a flowchart. Yeah, it becomes like trying to read a flowchart, you know. Uh, Bisexual is a version of pansexual, is a version of this, that, and the other. And, And I appreciate that people have a sense of not being alone. That's mm-hmm. that's what these exact titles do for me. Bisexual, pansexual, brat, wizard is a category of slave. But I do see how it can be dividing. Mm-hmm. You, you got the title that, you know, this, this one title and all these offshoots and we're all on the same team, but the titles and what everybody brings to it and how everybody identifies that title is a little different and then there's a lot of animosity within that one group alone let alone maybe that's just me no it's not i've joined a lot of bisexual lesbian groups like on facebook for example Mm -hmm. and i've joined a lot of kink groups on Mm -hmm. facebook and somebody will use a term and it doesn't bring people together. No. Instead, it causes a lot of... Causes a riff. Discourse, yeah. It causes a lot of drama where people start picking apart what that means or what it should mean or how you should use it. For example, the brat title. Okay. People I'm either curious. embrace it. I embrace it. Or they want nothing to do with it. The second you say brat, they're out. You mean like the doms are out? Which is a personal preference because we're a lot to handle. You are a lot to handle. <laughs> but, n- I mean, not just the doms. Just people don't want to be associated with brats. True. An- another a, a, one. Like, a, there's there's this conception that a brat is not a actual submissive. They're right. not. Right. Which is not true. In some cases, it could be. It's not. So, a, but a brat. what I've seen, the people who do embrace being brats are that little six-year-old go screw yourself mentality but i'm gonna do it anyway make me (laughs) yes exactly make me that's the difference so a brat is still a submissive a brat is somebody who wants to submit Mm -hmm. but they want to make you earn it they and they want to give you the reason to punish them that has a psychological validity to it you're in the mood to to spank me okay I'm going to give you a psychologically appropriate reason to earn that, quote, punishment, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a a dom who has a well-behaved, you know, submissive who might be cool with the idea of, I'm going to spank you because I want to. You didn't do anything wrong, but that's what I want to do today. It's just a different approach. And psychologically, it's what works for me. I'm going to earn my punishment, my punishment. Yes, I want it, but I'm going to give us a reason to do it. Can you find the time? Uh, that's a different uh, that's a different matter. The website is pretty it's like 90% done. It's just my OCD now that's making me So we'll we'll have time for punishment soon ish. Mark that on your calendar. <laughs> Today is the 13th of July, 2013. <laughs> It's our anniversary, and I'm saying, well... No, 2023. Did you say 13? (laughs) (laughs) Feeling old. Uh, Feeling so old. To the identity point, when I used to talk about kink with people, um, I used to say, I'm a slave, but I'm not submissive. And it would become this whole long explanation of, 
I'm a slave, but I wanted to make you work for it. You know, right. this is what I'm looking for. And then that term brat came across my screen one day. Thank you, Kinkland. Um, no, not Kinkland. Thank you, uh, Fat Life. And I was just over the moon. There's a term, and it's a term that when you hear it, you just fucking know. You just get it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also part of the key is that there's a lot of terms out there nowadays that they need a full explanation. Mine came with inherent connotation of the word. Is. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody knows what a brat is. Yep. But if I were to say to you another controversial title. Oh, let's hear it. Little. Ooh, uh, yep. I struggle with that one. Mm-hmm. Middles, littles. Now they're breaking it down, but it still falls under that one category that makes people either embrace it or cringe. Yeah. And yes, there are people who like their binkies and want to act like a three-year-old and check out for a while. Let them. I'm not going to judge them for that. I don't care. Before we go any further, Mm -hmm. I think we need to distinguish when we are talking in the kink variety versus medically psychological age regression. So we are talking somebody who does this deliberately as an outlet, that sort of thing. Okay. Right. You know, people will cringe. People will go the other way. People don't want to associate with them. Okay. So it's not your kink. Let them have their kink. Let them have their time. Yeah. It's no different than you wanting to put on your big boy dom pants and <laughs> it's, it's another it, role it's just another role it's a way for them to check out of reality for a while yeah have their fun but it's it's one of those controversial titles that people get and or given or take that causes rifts i think a lot of that has to do with the attributing of sexual acts into bdsm and since caregiver little relationships mm-hmm. are considered bdsm now people are like eek okay uh, yeah what's and, sexual about that but a lot of times it's it's, it's not not it's the non-sexual side of bdsm right which and, there is a lot of and and then you go into the people that use that nasty p word yeah i'm not even gonna like i said it's a whole topic for another time yeah we could do a whole episode we and could we do will. a whole week we we will it's definitely something that's been on the list but it's i i'm approaching it with the same sensitivity that i approached c and c consensual non-consent yeah. when i finally did an episode on that you kind of have to with that one well i mean yes it's my job to kind of have to do all the topics right and make sure that people understand so that we get less of that cringe. Mm-hmm. But even inherently, like I said, you said little, and I inherently was, I will admit, I struggle with that. Yeah. And that comes from... And I will be the first one to tell you that you're probably a middle. And I'm more comfortable with that. And I wonder if that's where that word middle developed mm-hmm. out of. Because no matter what, it's still this taking on of a, a younger persona. Not all the time, but you need your blanket. You need to snuggle on the couch. You need to be... Hair pets and hair pets coloring and, books. Yeah. And, yes. But that's funny because how many apps are there on people's phones where they're just coloring? They're just tapping to color. Mm-hmm. It's just another comfort mechanism. Yeah. And some people will really put energy into that. And they'll take on that title, middle, little, Mm -hmm. because they're putting energy into it as opposed to just having the blanket at bedtime or just having the app on their phone. 
they set aside time. I'm going to go into my little space and yeah. I'm going to color. They get and out the crayons and their markers and their pencils. And mommy they... or daddy is going to take care of me mm-hmm. while I'm in this mental space where I just need to check out for a while. And they're going to keep me safe. Yeah. that It's really wholesome when you think about it mm-hmm. that way. They're, it's self-care. It is. And quite honestly, most people when they're in that, like you said before, when they're in that stage, it's nothing sexual. No. It's all about comfort and care. So, you said I'm a middle. I would say you're a middle. And I have noticed you being more encouraging of the middle or little kind of mentality. Is this your... I'm putting together the pieces here because you you do things and I don't always see the motives. Mm -hmm. Is this your way of telling me to take time for self-care? Maybe. (laughs) Take time away from work. Put the laptop down. Okay, I see what you're doing there. I was wondering why I was getting these gifts uh, in the vein of the little and middle category when it's not what I would list among my kinks. No. It was your way of saying, slow the fuck down, take some time for you Smell and the us. Flowers. And Okay. It's been how many years? 13 years? And you never spell, you never just spell things out. No, no. Because it has to be your idea. I just have to plant a seed (laughs) and water it. This is going to really upset me to admit, but it makes you the more maniacal, plotting, and strategic of the both of us. Who? Are you looking at me? I'm super flattered, but if you mean somebody else, then I don't know. I'm looking at you. Okay, cool. (laughs) But I'm also impatient, so you, you will plant seeds and you will water them for... I'll ages. drown them. You will just keep watering until finally there's like this little sprout, this little root. I will just plant seeds for like maybe a month or two. And then just go by the tree. And then just, no, I then I'd hit you with the fucking tree. I'd chop it down and just like whack. So somebody, I, I had a conversation with somebody in your family and I'm not going to mention names ever to anybody. I'm going to protect the innocent. No one in my family is innocent. <clears throat> But, you know, they they kind of inform me that you're kind of like somebody else in their family and it has to be your idea. So plant the seed and just be patient. Wow. Somebody gave you some really good fucking advice and you actually took it. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think who in my family is insightful enough for this. And I don't know. There's a a couple possibilities. But we're not going to mention names here anyway. Not here. You can you can tell me later. Maybe. Maybe. I'll let you guess later. Okay, cool. I like to think that there are insightful people in my family, but not a lot of people who would openly give that sort of advice because that's, again, we've talked about my my family and it's like, hey, love you. Might get a hug. Yep. So, yeah. So we've made it 13 years. You ready for 13 more? Sure. (laughs) Anything else you want to talk about? Um... I don't know. I was going somewhere with something before we got sidetracked because, you know. We don't have an agenda. Oh, yeah. That and your ADD is contagious. My ADD is (laughs) contagious. No, I guess I would like to say that I'd love to hear more from listeners. I know this is like a, a faceless voice out there, but I would love it if people would send in what they want to learn. I've been doing this for three years and... I'm afraid to be repeating things, but now that we have a whole new platform, ideally we might have a whole new audience base. So we're going to have to circle back. At some point, we have to circle back to 
the one-on-ones of sex and relationships and intimacy and all of that. So what do you want to hear? Just the good stuff. Just the good stuff? The heavy breathing and the moaning? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think after this, we need to sit down and maybe plan a... Don't give me that look. I don't mean like directly after this. Directly after this, you need to go to bed. But as much as I'm loving just the helter-skelter behind the scenes, this is what our life is like. What do people want to know? What do people want to know? Within reason, obviously. I, I'm, no, I'm an open book. Mm, no, no, no. Within, within reason. I'm willing, if, if somebody has a curiosity, if somebody has a question, I'm willing to talk about anything. Really? Really. What'd you have for dinner tonight? I had a peanut butter sandwich because you didn't cook for me. So again, I ate like a child. So I ate a peanut butter sandwich, not a peanut butter and jelly, not a peanut butter and fluff, a peanut butter between two slices of white bread, the whitest child meal ever. I'll have you know. What does that have to do with anything? That's wheat bread. Oh. And this is my point. Talk about most anything. Nobody cares what we had for dinner. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Nobody cares what we had for dinner. I had mini raviolis. You did. So... What I'm what I'm trying to say is if somebody has a legitimate question or if somebody's curious about our lives with a point that might be interesting to other people, I'm willing to share because our goal is to give people the information they need to make the safest, most fulfilling decisions for themselves. Okay. You're giving me a super sly look. And I know that you are not the open book in this relationship, uh, in this podcast. You're an open book with me, but not on the podcast because, the air quotes here, the real job. Bingo. It's it's the one that's paying the bills. Yes. (laughs) So we are going to protect your job, your your face, but there's still plenty that we can talk about, and I'm always happy to talk about anything because this is my job. It doesn't necessarily pay, but I enjoy it. So they can send contact forms. They can send emails. Uh, All the information is right on the brand new website. I just want to go stare at the website now. Can I go do that for a while? You have to edit this because you promised people that it would be out no later than Friday. Okay, I'll edit this and stare at the website. Yeah. And multitask. I'll probably put on some Shabari lessons or maybe some audio smut who knows because you know i can never just do one or two things at a time no you can't all right well that's it for this evening yeah oh i think i think we're pretty well good pretty well good so bring it let's hear a naughty limerick because you teased us again these things drive me nuts all the more reason we enjoy it they're not even educational again while we are going to answer some questions and this is educational in some way it's mostly for funs and hahas shits and giggles and the occasional mwahaha just give us a naughty limerick there once was a young plumber named lee who plumbed his girl down by the sea said the lady stop plumbing i hear someone coming said the plumber still plumbing that's me <laughs> i like that one all right well again happy anniversary happy anniversary Thank you for putting up with me. Mm-hmm. Say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. And as always, feel good. Be naughty. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. 
I started Boink in 2022 with the goal to create a safe environment and culture for all genders and sexual orientations, to learn about and embrace every part of themselves and one another. We offer workshops, events, and various inclusive products, along with consultations, to make sure we take a holistic approach to enhancing individuals' sexual satisfaction with themselves or their partners. I believe that when you accept yourself and your partner on the most intimate of levels, it filters out into your daily life. The World Health Organization recognizes this, saying sexual health is fundamental to the overall health and well-being of individuals, couples, and families, and to the social and economic development of communities and countries. So as long as you'll have us, Boink will be here. Kink-affirming, gender-blurring, sex-fulfilling. And you can find any of our details at www.boink-ed.com.